Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? on Spotify, show me love on iHeartRadio, show me love on Pandora, show me love on Apple Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I um, I had to get that out the way. It is my anniversary, and no better way to get into this anniversary and to start this new year of Deep Brain Love Podcast than to talk about financial wellness. So tonight on the couch, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Camille Caesar, and she is the owner of her own financial business. She is the owner of Tax Prefer Inc. And what what Camille is doing to enhance the lives of others, um, especially women, but also the men, she is helping people to do all of the things they should do um, with their finances. She started with Tax Prefer Inc. and then she began her next business, which is C. Caesar Inc. She's a business owner, single mother, and daughter of immigrant parents. So she's on the couch tonight and we're talking all things financial. Uh, you know, finances and financial wellness are influenced by our brain activity our ability to manage our emotions, to manage and to be disciplined, to be disciplined. It comes from the brain. So tonight we're going to stick mainly with the financial stuff, the financial gems. But you know I got something special coming up for you soon, and it's the psychology of money. And I think I want this to be a, an in-person event to talk about the psychology of money, to teach people why they spend so much and don't save. Or why they always save and don't spend on themselves. But anyhow, join us on the couch. Camille and me. Camille, the owner and president of Caesar Inc. We are talking financial wellness. Are you ready to take the couch? Are you ready to take the couch, guys? Yay! Let's bring Camille in, y'all. Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, and I just wanted to tell you about the ways to follow me. So if you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what platform you're on, but I'm on all of the podcast platforms, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, 
And you can also follow me on my social media for those of you who found me through your podcast platform and not on social media. Some people have been following me on Instagram or Facebook, and that's how they learned about the podcast. But for those of you who learned about my podcast first, please feel free to follow me on social media. On Instagram and Facebook, I'm Dr. Delvina. The doctor is abbreviated as DR. And there's no period, so it's DR Delvina, which is spelled D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A. And let's see, I have a website. I mentioned before that the website was under construction, but the website is up and good to go. It is Dr. Delvina Help. So again, the DR is abbreviated, DR, D as in Delta, E-L, V as in Victor, E-N-A, Help, H-E-L-P, as in Papa, dot com, Dr. Delvina Help, dot com. So please go to my website, take a look peruse the site and see what's going on there and uh, I'm also let's see where else am I I'm in SoundCloud as well but I'm not as active on SoundCloud as I am with my um, with my podcast you know this podcast has been up since May 2020 during the pandemic and um, I just love talking about the brain and helping to educate people about their mental health and wellness so please spread the word tell a neighbor tell a friend tell a family member Tell a loved one, tell a significant other, tell your ex. If there's something I've t- I touched on that really that you identify with and you want to share it with someone, share it, please. Hey, guys. You know it's time for another Sunday night episode of The Brain Love Podcast. We are in May now. Um, obviously, April is before May. Some of you may not know it, but April was Financial Literacy Month, and now May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And, um, you know, unbeknownst to me, I, I wasn't really tracking that April is, is Financial Literacy Month or was Financial Literacy Month. However, obviously, you guys know that I keep track of my Mental Health Awareness Months and all that stuff. So I wanted to bring on a financial expert to help because most of you know, at the root of a lot of mental health challenges and, um, you know, people experiencing some mild to moderate mental health stuff it is oftentimes associated with finances, financial status, financial limitations. So I wanted to bring an expert on the couch to discuss these things. And tonight with me is Camille. Hey, Camille. Hey, how are you, Dr. Davina? How are you? I am very well. Thank you so much. Are you ready to take the couch? Yes, I am. (laughs) Awesome. So listen, guys, Camille is from Brooklyn. Say something. Brooklyn (laughs) here all day, every day. (laughs) There it is. I know you can hear it in her voice. (laughs) She is from Brooklyn, New York. You've been here in South Florida for about four years. No, I've been here about six years now. Six years. So I guess you're not considered a transplant anymore, but um, maybe so, maybe so. So guys, just so you can get or gain some benefit as to why Camille is the expert tonight, I just want to give you a little bit about her background, and then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's discussion, which is finances somewhat, you know, I can't, we we can't give you everything for free, but we want to give you some information. So maybe you'll consider going to see Camille or setting up an appointment with her so she can help you with the rest of your, of your financial journey. Um, 
So Camille, um, if you don't mind, can I share some of what's in, in your bio? Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, there's personal experiences and then there's education and then there's a combination of, com of combining personal, educational work experience. And for me, Miss Camille, we, we met out um, at an awards dinner and I knew like you were the real deal. I could tell from your energy and your spirit, but she has a combination of all these things, the life experiences, the education, the work experience. She's done all of this stuff and she's created her own business that's called, is it C. Caesar Inc., Camille? It is, a C. Caesar Inc., you said it correct, thank you. Absolutely, I try to get the names proper. <laughs> but before C. Caesar Inc., she also had Tax Prefer Incorporated, that was back in 2017, where she was preparing individual and corporate taxes yes. for various clients around the country, which is a huge deal. Um, I've never, ever done my own taxes, so I cannot even imagine um, trying to do corporate taxes and doing taxes in, in other states. Uh, but guys, so she has all the experience and she has created her own business. She's an entrepreneur. She's the CEO and the owner of C. Caesar Inc. And a part of your experiences come from your childhood um, you mentioned that you were raised by a single mother, that there were some ups and downs, that there were some financial um, insecurities, and that you realized at a young age that this was not something you wanted to endure for the rest of your life. That is correct. Um, exactly what you just said, growing up with a single mom who literally worked her entire life, 12, 16 hours a day, and that was what she knew. That was what she knew. That's what she did for us. But it wasn't financial freedom in no way. So I definitely didn't want that growing up. And I did. I definitely didn't want that for my kids. Yeah. You know, I was just talking to um, someone else about the steps it takes to create a business. Um, the steps you have to progress through to gain the experience and the know-how to become an expert so that you can then help other people, um, so that you can share your information and your knowledge. Prior to opening your companies, you worked in the financial field in the financial department at, at different hospitals and medical offices where um, if anyone knows about medical billing, that can be one of the most arduous and challenging um, sectors to bill in and also to collect money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that, that is that is absolute. I mean, you summed it up that, but that is absolutely true about working in the that part of the medical field in the finance department. Just like you said, collecting money, even collecting money from state officials, governments, you know, Medicaid, Medicare. It is a lot of hoop to to actually get money coming in. So. Um, you know, starting off in that financial sector, um, being so young, doing it straight out of um, high school and then went to college, but was working off and on. These were one of, you know, these were the things I did. And um, looking at looking at all these finance, um, financial institution and even learning to build myself, because I always tell people in order to build any type of business, your experiences and what you deal with will help you make will help you have a successful business. Because that's why I, I, I came into the financial world because of the fact that I know a lot of black and brown people like myself struggle with our credit, struggle with saving money, struggle with just understanding 
the the day-to-day of finances because we weren't born with that we weren't born with that silver spoon in our mouth like other people may have been born with so we kind of have to um do better in this generation um and and then teach our kids along the way so i knew that um as i struggled a lot um during my 20s and 30s with my credit and understanding how to save that I needed to understand financial literacy because I was working in the finance world. I was making these people rich, but I was going home every day to the same paycheck that I couldn't barely feed my family. Wow. So something had to change, Dr. Davina, something had to change. So, so I'm sure then that was one of the motivating factors for you to create your own company and work for yourself. At some point, but the the most motivation factor I would say would be actually convincing myself that I can actually build my credit back up. Because you know, when I was eighteen, got into college, them credit card people actually stand in front of your school offering yeah. you these credit cards, yeah. but then they don't tell you you got paid them back next yeah. month. You know, so yeah, and some you, of them at twenty nine percent interest. Interest robbing us but we don't know so we think you know and and i, and I gotta speak for myself so when that was introduced to me it felt like free money you know getting yeah. things that you never got a chance to get as you was growing up because again i grew up in a household where my mom did everything so we were limited of getting a lot of stuff you know what i'm saying i mean we ate of course we had clothes but you know other little perks and stuff you needed so right. the credit card companies they make the ease of standing in front of my community college being there offering credit, offering, you know, the credit cards. So, you know, I needed to do um, the credit, the understanding my credit. I needed to understand how to build it. And I need to understand how to keep it there. Yeah. So for people who would say that credit is not important, that you don't need it to live life, um, you know, that's something I disagree with. But what are your sentiments um, regarding people who say we don't need credit, we should just pay cash for everything? Cash is king, I agree. But credit is credit to me is like diamonds and pearls. Okay, credit allows you to leverage. Credit allows you to negotiate. Credit allows to open many, many doors for you because. As cash is being king, you want to have as much cash as you want in your accounts and everything, but you want to be able to utilize your credit to leave that cash there to work for you. Yeah. Yeah. When you listen mm -hmm. to a lot of multimillionaires and even some billionaires, mm -hmm. it will tell you in so many words, I'm paraphrasing, but use someone else's money. Absolutely. OPM, other people money. <laughs> I and I agree. I mean, we're now in a society, or we're now into after COVID, people really understanding. And you're, of course, doctors, you're meeting more and more entrepreneurs that are doing that OPM yeah. using other people's money. Because again, before before the pandemic, we didn't know anything about that. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing what I'm doing, right? I'm leveraging my credit all the time, but these new businesses that are popping up and new entrepreneurs that you, they didn't know about that. They're learning the game because we had time to what? Sit around during COVID, read up, research, and get the right information out. Because before, you know, we're working, we're working, we're working, feeding our family, doing this. We really didn't have the time, but America, COVID has really um, buckled us down to look into our lives and look into our lifestyle. Yeah. 
You are so absolutely spot on with that. Um, and, you know, COVID-19 also exposed some of the small business owners because people could, couldn't get that PPP loan oh. or the, the forgivable loans because of mm -hmm. not having their, their business in order for their Cor business. Correct. And, um, and I came into the picture at the right time because I, you know, my business opened up in 2017. So right around that PPP era, that's when I was meeting a lot of business owners who, like you said, really did not have nothing in order because they was running their business like a mom and pop shop, mm -hmm. which they weren't supposed to. But again, they didn't know any better. Um, they were, this is what they were told. You know, they were living in the register. They never paid themselves uh, as a W-2 employee, employee. So they really didn't know. But that PPP and the EID alone really shaped them into knowing that, hey, you running your business the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. So, so these Caesar Inc. Um, can help folks in different aspects of um, their finances, not just with business, right? You don't have to be an entrepreneur to hire C. Caesar Inc. to help with financial goals. No, you don't have to be a business owner. You can, It could be just per, your personal goals because we work out a, a blueprint for you. It could be your business goals. It could be whatever you want to just understanding how to um, put those finance goals into, into reality. So you don't have to be a business owner. You could just want to say, hey, I'm going to save up to get a home. What are the first steps I need to do? Break down for people, what are some of the options people can um, can schedule for? What are some of the ways C. Caesar Inc. can help people in the financial space? Um, well, first and foremost, I help anyone in any state. So you, we can definitely always do, I do consultations. Nice. Yeah. So you don't have to only be living in Florida. You can live in any of the states that you live in because I'm able to work with you in any state. And all you have to do is really call my office. You can go on my website. You can request for a consultation. And then me and that person, we talk about 30, 30 to 45 minutes. And we talk about what you want to do. What are the goals? And I make you accountable for what you're telling me you want to do. You're dinged every time. Because I, I give you homework to do. You're saying you want to set these goals up. You're going to be, you're going to be accountable for them. So, you know, when you come see me, it's just that we sit, we talk, of course, we get to know each other, we find out what you want to do, but I'm going to hold you accountable for the things you want to do in your life. Because I think that a lot of people may want to do, you know, fixing your finances, fixing your credit, they get lazy at it because they want a quick fix. Nothing you do in life is a quick fix. Yeah. Yeah. Camille, what's, um, you know, and I know every situation is different. Mm -hmm. um, someone who poses a question, how long could it take to repair my credit? Um, again, obviously, I know every situation is a little different. Um, you know, on the low end, on the high end, how long could it take for someone to remedy their credit situation? Let's say they're um, hanging out in the 500s. Okay. So if you're between 400 and 500, that credit, to build that credit, to get it where we need to get it to, it's going to take a year. A if year is not bad. No, it's not. If you're between the low 600s and you're looking to get points or to make it go higher, it can take up to six months or even up to a year, depending what you're looking to do. So every circumstance is different. Um, when people come into the office or we get into these Zoom calls and they see me for a consultation, I never promise them anything that's impossible. 
right? My goal is for you and I to be very transparent while we get in through this journey of building your credit, building your business, building your personal, you know, we do it all together. We know what it is. You And again, I hold my clients accountable for everything. You get homework. There are things that you have to put out. There are mails that you have to send out. There are emails that you have to send to the creditors, you know, so you're going to, you're also going to be accountable for, it. you're also going to have homework to do. So if we don't deliver the expectation, it more than likely when we check over what we did and what you did, you're probably the one missing some of the steps that you didn't do. Mm. Wow. So you touched a little bit on um, two very main aspects of finances. Um, we, we talked a little bit about taxes. Mm -hmm. We spoke about credit. You just mentioned um, some very realistic type timeline goals regarding credit and repairing credit. Um, you know, and I'm sure budget is a part of it somewhere in there too, re regarding <laughs> finances. Um, I, you know, I have to talk about the hard stuff. A lot of people don't like to talk about some of the mm -hmm. more challenging things. Mm -hmm. You're a woman minority owned business. You're a woman Correct. minority owned business. And what I hear so often from women in my office, um, when they're in a bad relationship or they're going through a divorce, so many women, black and white women have told me that they chose to stay in a relationship because they didn't feel they could make it on their own. They mm -hmm. didn't feel that they could take care of themselves. So they stay in a, a relationship that has become very risky because he may be stepping out. He may be doing other things. He may be spending his money in other ways. And she has no idea what's happening with the money, what's going on with the budget, what's going on with the bacon that's being brought into the house. Um, I think women have to be more empowered. And I know from speaking to you, you're a coach in that aspect and empowering women to believe in themselves, to believe in being able to overcome in those situations and to be independent. That is absolutely right, um, Dr. Davina. This is something very important because as women, we get into relationship and sometimes we may not particularly love the partner we get into, but it's a financial help for us as women. And again, I always redirect and talk about myself because I don't know what everyone's situation is, but I know when I put myself out there and talk about mine, maybe somebody will come around to me later and say, you know what, Camille, I've been through that situation. I've known plenty of time. I was married, divorced, had a lot of boyfriends in my life. And I know that I want to say at least 75% of them was never ones I loved, but they were one because they provided a financial need to help me and my kids. And now, were they abusive? Some of them were verbally abusive. Some of them were a little hard to deal with. But again, we stuck. I stuck around because I need that financial security. But I had to. I had to pray a lot. I had to also want more for myself and want more for my kids first and foremost because a child. Our children can see so many hurt in a mom's eyes, in a mom's heart, because we react very emotionally. We react based on our environment. And I know I, you know, for me per se, I was in a relationship for all the wrong reasons, because again, financial, the financial burden by myself, I was scared. But when I decided, you know, um, about eight years ago, I said, you know what, Camille, you got to do something for you. And yes, you will fail. And yes, you'll fall, but you will rise again and do the things you need to do. And we can't be scared of failing. A lot of us are scared of it. Yeah. And 
I realize and I say to myself that I am a true example of a woman that failed more than once, countless times. And I continue to because I'm still learning. Okay. Yeah. But my financial freedom for the last six years of my life has been the best. You pick and choose the people you want to be in your life. You pick and choose the men you want to be around and be surrounded by. That door opens up for you. It is not the end of the world. When you sit there and you're like, damn, I'm really with this person for all the wrong reasons, just because I need his help. Yeah. When you get that financial gain, that financial trust, and really do what you need to do, you'll see that this was nothing. It was a walk in the park. It, it will take some time, but I do coach women from ages you know, 19 all the way up to whenever, you know, but the oldest one I've, I've, you know, I'm coaching now is 50 and I'm 46. So it's just to say age is a number because our life experiences put so much on us as women. Yeah. So, you know, I do offer that as doing the, 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 the finances for you and helping you. I'm going to coach you. You might be scared. I'm going to hold your hand. You know, but I'm only going to do it if you allow me to, and we working together as a team. Yeah. You know, um, a misconception is that failure is not a good thing. Failure is absolutely necessary in life because yes. it is the best learning tool. Learning from your failures. It is the best way to learn. Oftentimes, if you're a smart person, you'll fail once or twice, but you'll learn from it and you'll learn to tweak it. People who repeatedly make the same mistakes, obviously there's something going on there, but um, you know, if you're making a mistake or two and you're learning from it and you fail in a different way, there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm so glad that you emphasize that failure has been a part of your journey because we all have to fail. Absolutely. The, you know, and you, you seem to be reading my brain, your inside <laughs> my head, <laughs> because my next comment to the listeners was going to be mothers, please let your daughters listen to this episode, because you guys have heard me say that prevention is so key in our communities. We are so reactive. We have to learn to be preventative. We have to learn to to factor in prevention and techniques and learning and, and hearing from people like Camille Caesar so that you mentioned as young as 19, tell your daughter and, and also your son, this is not just for women, correct Camille? This ain't just about the women. Oh no, no, it's about the women and men, black yeah. and brown people that, you know, we just don't know and we can't let our environment dictate our future. No. Very important, yes. very, very important. Because as you heard uh, Camille say, guys, it may take time, but you can get to a point where you're in a better, more comfortable position. Um, Camille, something my father used to say to me growing up, well, one, so my mom would tell me I had champagne taste and a bare budget, <laughs> <laughs> like basically telling me you ain't got no money. So asking for this or name brand that ain't going to happen. Um, but my dad would also talk to me about delayed gratification. Those were his mm -hmm. two favorite words, delayed gratification. And he was trying to impress upon me not to feel um, like I had to have everything when I wanted it or have everything at once. 
So I, I feel like discipline is also a key um, in a lot of what we're discussing with regard to finances, being disciplined. Um, and I'm sure you would agree with that because for you to um, to salvage your credit score and, and just do a whole 180 in your financial path, discipline was necessary. Absolutely. And some days you will fall off the, the track, but you pick yourself back up because you have to understand, um, Dr. Zavina, when I was blessed in, in, in building my financial structure and getting the monies I want, I, you know, I went out and did please myself. I got a lot of things that I couldn't get before. Yeah, now, I'm really human. Absolutely, we, exactly. <laughs> Shit, so me too. I wasn't delaying gratification. Look, <laughs> exactly. I got a lot of things that you know I always put had imagined in my head. It was a man that would give it to me, but I gave it to myself, and Ooh. it felt ten times better. Hey, please say it. that again. Please it say felt that again. ten times better <laughs> getting it for myself. Yeah. So you can you can get to where you get to in your life make the money, be successful and go out and splurge for you and understand that you deserve it. Yeah. You, you, we work hard as moms, you know, single mothers, even married moms, even, you know, with spouses, what we work hard and we need to understand that we should give back to ourselves. Yeah. I don't feel guilty when I was giving it back to myself at all. (laughs) No, no way. And, you know, we're not going to have discipline at all times. You just, you got to know when to exercise the discipline and when to Mm -hmm. let go. There's something in life called balance. Correct. All right. So we touched on taxes, credit, um, a little bit of budgeting, not, not a whole lot. Um, do you help folks with budgeting, correct? They can come to you and tell you what their income is like, and you can kind of help them set up a budget for the household. Absolutely. So guys, you know, it's, it's simple math. If you spend more than what you're making, then you will always be in the red, right? We call that being in the red. Mm -hmm. So somehow either you got to figure out a way to spend less or to make more. Yeah, and sometimes you you gotta do just a few cutbacks, um, and you know it's so funny because some people say, well, I, "I can't do it." You can, because there's really cutbacks that you need to that you will do as an individual, and you'll know what it is. Like the coffee that you get, you know that everyday coffee. Put that change in in somewhere, drop it somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Or the I, I see a lot of people have been vaping. I mean, these are certain things that we can stop. And put that money to the side in a year, it adds up. Yeah. You can save it in a year, it adds up. Then you could be like, oh my God, I could do this. I can get on, I could do the trip that I've always wanted to do with my kids. So there are, I mean, there are ways to cut without without you feeling the everyday things, because you're gonna always need to do grocery shopping. You're gonna always need to um pay light, pay your water bill, pay your rent, pay your mortgage. That's a necessity. We know that. But that little change that we find to buy little miscellaneous things, those are the things we cut out. I stopped dry cleaning for a year when I was saving and bought those um, ball sheets and stuff that kind of just, and bought myself a steamer, which was the best thing I could have gotten myself. I invested in a steamer for 50 bucks. I stopped dry cleaning for a year. I and like that. I saved that. I saved money, yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. Shoot, that's a that's creative. Yeah, so it is. Thinking about ways where you can uh, save money, not spend it, just you know, focus on your necessities, your physiological necessities, and getting those paid, and then everything else is just kind of extra. It is, and when you think about it, because when I stopped the dry clean for a year, it was because I saw the movie The Butler, and Whoopi Goldberg, I mean, I mean, Oprah Winfrey, who played in it, would iron his his her husband clothes, but she never went to the dry cleaner. So, it, and I looked, I said, "Oh my God, I'm gonna stop doing that because I could, I, I could buy the ironing board, I could buy the little spray, I could buy the steamer. I said yeah. I gotta get back the way things were when I couldn't afford dry clean, right? So yeah. I cut that out for you, and I, I literally saved. It had to be like forty two hundred dollars." I was going to say, I'm sure it was at least a few thousand dollars. Yeah, it was. About it. it was. So one of the things I've done recently is I went into my app store on my, on my iPhone and uh -huh. I canceled subscriptions for stuff that I don't need. I had so mm. many subscriptions for the, like the NFL network, like, <laughs> bitch, why you got the NFL? The NFL network. <laughs> you don't even keep up with the games these days. So I got rid of that. I just got rid of a lot of stuff that I'm not even using. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those savings. I think mm -hmm. it should always be an ongoing process. Yeah. Uh, this financial thing. And look, kudos to people who, who were able to do their taxes by the 18th. Hey. Right. Hey. But for people who haven't done them too, they're more than welcome to call my office because, you know, I still do taxes for personal and business. They're more welcome to do it. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you missed the, missed the deadline, you didn't file an extension. I mean, in hindsight, the penalty is between no more than $150. So it's really not that big of a penalty for personal taxes. For business, it's a little, business is, it's a little different because they do allow you five years to do your business taxes. You do have to file an extension. And of course, their penalty is a little higher, but everything could be worked out. Yo, you just dropped some gems there, Camille. Yes. You just like slid in there and just like <laughs> inadvertently just drop some shit. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ensure the listeners heard you. Guys, she is still filing taxes. She will still file taxes. You can still hire her to do personal and corporate taxes, company taxes. Correct. And you have five years if you have a business to file your taxes. You need to call Camille to get her advisement on these things. Cause I think some people just have no idea and they're scared okay. to know. Right, absolutely. So what number can they call Camille to set up an appointment for their taxes, for credit assistance, if they want help with budgeting? They can call my office, 954-404-6443. Um, they um, will always get my executive assistant or my payroll department. Either way, they'll tell whoever they get what they're looking for, and they'll schedule an appointment with me. Um, they will meet me when they do schedule an appointment. They'll have a consultation, so and it will go over everything. But my staff and the people I work with would also be behind helping them as well. Man, guys, you know, there's this saying that every person should have a good accountant, a good lawyer, and a good doctor. <laughs> yes. 
And you got two of them right now, right now. Yes. You got the doctor and you got your accountant slash financial expert. You got it. You need it in your life. And I think we should teach black and brown people should teach our children at earlier ages about finances, Absolutely. about talking to a financial expert like yourself, Miss um, Caesar. We should do this early on and not wait until our kids are in their 30s and their 40s or their 50s for some people. Mm. Yes, yes, I agree. I mean, there's so much we can do right now with our kid. I have an 11-year-old and I've added her on to most of my credit card. So by the time she's 18, she's already at the 800 scores. That's a gem I'm dropping right now, guys. If your credit is decent, your credit is good. Start putting your kids on it. Don't worry about the age because you could put them on. American Express is the only one that requires that your child be at least the age of 14. But Everybody else, they'll allow your child to be an authorized user. Of course, you're not going to give them the card, but it's building their credit score now. By the time they're 18, they're in the 800. That's it. Yeah, man. And you know, that can go a long way considering, let's say your child wants to open their own business and they want to take Correct. out a business loan. Because mm -hmm. I know some people are sitting there like, well, why my child need to have an 800 credit score when the time, by the time they he or she is 18? These are the reasons why sometimes we cannot see the, the, the trees for the forest, but this is why. Did I get that right? The trees for the forest or the forest for the trees? For the, but trees. the same thing. Yeah, I got yeah. it. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, sometimes we don't see the big picture. Mm -hmm. So the big picture here is uh, being prepared, doing the preventative stuff to get yourself ready and to also take care of your offspring because we're create we should be wanting and desiring to create create a legacy and financial freedom is a part of that. Absolutely. See so, Camille or see Caesar Inc. Pardon me. Thank you so yeah. much for being on the couch tonight. Absolutely. Sharing that information and guys soon we're hoping to do some sort of financial seminar or or bring you something featuring Miss um, Camille so that you guys can meet her in person and she can impart and share some of her financial wisdom and helping you create financial freedom. Absolutely. So um, I want to also give out my Instagram, which is CC's Inc. Yes, um, my website is www w.ccsinc.com. Um, you guys can visit it. You guys can send me messages. Um, you know, I, I do reply to everything that I get through my, whether it be through my um, Instagram, whether it be through my webpage, uh, my um, page. So just feel free to ask any question. I'll be happy to answer them. I have no problem doing that. All right, guys. And I was correct. Can't see the forest for the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Camille. So I appreciate you. Uh, you know, when someone is willing to, I say all the time, when someone is willing to cook for you and someone is willing to share information, that means that person really cares and they are a selfless, passionate individual. So people, please call C. Caesar Inc. for your financial needs. Um, if you're struggling with your taxes right now, if you didn't get them turned in, it's okay. Camille is available to help you. If you have a teenager or a college student and you want to help them 
finesse their financial situation. You may have someone struggling to pay for college or to um, consider budgeting after college. You may have a college student who's afraid to graduate and start the real world because they have concerns about their financial status. You got to bring an expert into the fold. That expert is Camille of C. Caesar Inc., Please contact her. Give them the number one more time, Camille. Absolutely. It's 954-404-6443. I want you guys to understand the importance of financial literacy. It affects us in so many different ways, especially mental health. And that is why Camille is a part of this mental health awareness series during the month of May. Thank you so much for being on, Camille. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me, Dr. Davina. You continue doing the best work and your brilliant work with mental health because without mental health, financial literacy, we really can't have the world running the way it is. But you come in, you do what you need to do. I do what I need to do. And believe me, we have powerful women and men walking this hey, world. That's hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Say brain love, Camille. Brain love with Dr. Davina. Can't wait. Love it. Brain love. <laughs> it's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe, reframe your negative thinking. Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs, know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations, limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership, own your mistakes, learn from them, and move on. Vengeance is not yours, it's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication, don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love. <laughs>